For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Wednesday. And if I sound overly happy on this podcast, it's because I am. Yes, even a blind squirrel finds an acorn once in a while. And it was my spike day, the perfect day. I run the table 7-0. So let's recap the winning card for you. I cash in the Phillies under the one and a half in the first five. Zach Gallen got the job done. I cash on the Giants under the one and a half in the first five. And I always say over the course of a long baseball season, things should even out a little bit. Well, in this situation, finally, it was my pitcher that lucked out. He danced out of trouble time and time again. The Giants went one for 11, hitting with runners in scoring position in the first five innings against Joe Ryan. Somehow, some way, I got the ticket home. Then I cashed the Blue Jays under the one and a half in the first five. Our good friend from the podcast, Noah from Florida, he was in attendance at the Trop in St. Pete on Wednesday night. He got to watch Shane McClanahan pitch a gym. Then I get the Rockies home under the two and a half in the first five. Yes, the Sandman delivered again for me, just like the good old days. He danced out of trouble in the first and the second inning. He goes five innings for us, gives up only one run, and we cash the ticket. So the handicap goes 4-0. Then on Twitter, you back the Phillies in the first five. So thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner. The newsletter goes 2-0. I cash on the D-backs in the first five, minus the half a run. And I cash on the Giants under the one and a half in the first five. Add it all together, and I make $130.11. And oh boy, the bankroll needed a day like that, and I finally got it. So now let's get to the card for Thursday. And unfortunately for me, I don't have good pitching against good hitting to lean back on. Not a fan of the card, small slate of games, but here we go. It's the St. Louis Cardinals at the Cincinnati Reds. Luke Weaver gets the call for the Reds. He has a one and two record on the season, a 6.54 ERA, a 1.52 whip. So let me get it on the record right away that I've bet one of his starts this season. He's made six starts this year. He's given up four or more runs in five of those six. When I bet against him, he went five and a third innings, gave up one run, and beat me. Yeah, that's how it goes sometimes. So big innings have been the issue. He gave up a four-run first inning against the Pirates. Then he went six scoreless innings. Last time out, he went four innings, gave up one run against the Yankees, but then gave up three runs in the fifth inning for it to go over. So we'll likely need that big inning to beat them. The Cardinals, though, can do just that. They're the fifth highest scoring team in baseball. They have the fifth best OPS against righties, and they have the eighth best OPS on the road. Coming off a loss, I like the St. Louis Sticks today. I'm on St. Louis over the to-be-determined number. And once again here, I'm betting everything in the dark. No lines available. I'll post everything in the show notes once it's out. Game number two on the card, it's the Toronto Blue Jays at the Tampa Bay Rays. 
So Alec Manoa goes for the Blue Jays today. A one and four record, a 5.15 ERA, a 1.74 whip. Oh boy, ugly, ugly numbers. Manoa has been terrible this season. The Rays are the second highest scoring team in baseball. They're number one in OPS against righties. They're number three in OPS at home. Opponents are hitting 276 against Manoa this season. The Rays hit him hard earlier this season, scoring seven runs over four and two-thirds innings in Toronto. Manoa is tied with Jack Flaherty, giving up the second most walks this year with 33. I can't seem to shake that Jack Flaherty. He's everywhere against me. So I'm clearly playing the over. Not so fast. I'm living in the past here. Manoa was so good last year, a 2.24 ERA, a 0.99 whip. He made three starts against the Rays last season with a 1.37 ERA. I also like to focus on what he can do and not what he can't do. He went seven innings, giving up no runs on just two hits against the Yankees. Last time out, not too bad against a good lineup. Five and two-thirds innings, two runs against the Orioles. The price here should be right. It should be attractive. So I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to play the Tampa Bay Rays to the under in the first five against Alec Manoa. Next up on the card, it's the San Diego Padres at the Washington Nationals. So I flirted with this game on two different sides. My heart wants to back Blake Snell. I still think he has it in him, but the numbers don't support it. It's Jake Irvin back in the bump today for the Nationals. He has a 1-2 and two record, a 5.50 ERA, and a 1.61 whip. Four career starts, and like most rookies, he already has a win against me this season. He went four and a third innings, giving up one run against the Cubbies. Then, when I bet against him, he went six and a third innings, giving up no runs at San Francisco. Last two starts, four and two-thirds innings, giving up six runs against the Mets and two and two-thirds innings, giving up six runs against the Tigers. So two good starts, two bad starts. Irvin had a 5.64 ERA in AAA this season, over five starts. Toss out the season numbers for the Padres. This lineup is much better than it has shown. They will start hitting with runners in scoring position. They have now cashed in the first five, three consecutive games. They cashed for me last time that I backed them. Let's try it again. I'm going to play the Padres over the to-be-determined number in the first five. Then the final game of the card for you, it's the Oakland A's at the Seattle Mariners. So Logan Gilbert will toe the rubber for the Mariners. He has a 2-2 two and two record on the season, a 3.81 ERA, and a 1.00 whip. A 3.38 ERA at home. One start against Oakland this year. He lasted six innings, giving up two runs on just three hits. Three starts against the A's last season. He went 19 innings, giving up eight runs for a 3.32 ERA. Oakland ranks 28th in runs scored per game. They rank 29th in OPS against righties. As of today, the A's are on pace to have the third worst record in baseball history. Yes, baseball history. So almost scared to wager that, knowing that even the worst team in baseball can land a bloop and a blast and beat me. I just hope that doesn't happen today in the first five. I'm going to play the Oakland A's under the number in the first five. Side note here, I didn't fade Kyle Gibson today, so I do expect the Yankees to light him up tonight. 
That's just a prediction anyway. But now let's recap the card for a Thursday. I'm on the St. Louis Cardinals over the number in the first five against Luke Weaver. I'm on the Tampa Bay Rays under the number in the first five against Alec Manoa. I'm on the San Diego Padres over the number in the first five against Jake Irvin. And I'm on the Oakland Athletics under the number in the first five against Logan Gilbert. So that's your card for a Thursday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.